It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It is Friday, April 12th, and last day of the week. Feelings Week is over. The song that we play every Friday is here. And that's about uh, how that goes. Jake, how are you doing? Good morning, James. James Vincent. How, how are you doing? I'm feeling like shit. Um, felt really, really sick and drowsy all yesterday. And I thought okay. it, it might have just been because I was up till four in the morning and uh the day before but i don't know you just feel like trash okay how are you doing like internally is it a head thing where where are you at bud let's let's work through it yeah head thing um it feels like allergies but it's not just like my eyes i told katie that i wish i could drink water through my eyes because mm. you get like a dry throat and you can drink water and it feels like fantastic. The area behind my eyes just feels cloudy. And like if I could just spread water throughout it, it feels like that would feel really good. And have you tried drinking through your eyes yet? No, but it's been a joke I do for a while where I just take the coffee cup and put it to my or a beer at a bar and put it to my eye and pretend. Right. That's been a so maybe there is something Maybe I I want to be an eye drinker for a long time now. But yeah, I feel really drowsy and cloudy. I'm sorry, bud. It's all right. How are you? Fun day on the on the mountain. Good, good weekend to be to be hanging out inside. Um Yeah, man, snuck out on the slopes yesterday. Um the uh they they got dumped on. So it was uh like International Powder Day in Denver. Like I I think I mentioned on here I was pretty happy that my ski season was over. And then uh the the girlfriend was like, "Hey, I I heard they're getting a lot of snow. Maybe I'll play hooky on Thursday from work." And she's like, you know, she's kind of goody two-shoes type, so I'm like, "Hooky from work?" I you could have said anything, and I was basically going to say yes to that. I haven't heard uh, the term play hooky in a long time. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That's a clear sign that she's never done it before. <laughs> I don't think anyone that plays hooky has ever referenced it as playing hooky. Exactly. That's that's the number one sign that she like read in a 1980s book, someone talking about playing hooky, and she was like, I got to try this. So... And by the way, she didn't. She like told her boss. She's like, "Hey, I think there's a lot of snow coming tomorrow. You think it'd be cool if I didn't come in?" And they were like, "Don't tell me that." <laughs> they were like, "It's fine, but don't tell me that." Um, <laughs> so she, she she basically didn't play hooky. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, man, they they had like 
they had like 14 inches of snow in the mountains. And uh, yeah, man, bunch of powder hounds up there, which uh, I I don't know. It was it was the most powder I've ever skied in. Um, it was cool. Like you get it. I I didn't fully understand when people were like being powder hounds before, but it's a different kind of skiing. It is fun though. Um, it's exhausting though. You have to work that much harder. Which worked out for us, because, I mean, by 11.30, we were toast. Um, so it was kind of just like a nice morning. How, morning many, how many runs is that? Um, I mean, we were there for first lift, so, I mean, it was like, I don't know, we went hard from 8.30 to 11.30, so that's 9.30, 10.30. Three hours of, like, hard skiing. I mean, I mean, we probably got, I don't know, somewhere between 8 and 10, something like that. It's... It's not a ton, but it's uh for for the end of the season what we were doing um it worked out and then man you get back you're just exhausted lazy lazy Thursday mode was watching some of the masters um and then uh winded they winded the day down Jimmy by watching some season 3 of Queer Eye which if you're not watching you're a fool you watched the episode where they do the Tom girl who's on all camo? Um, maybe. I I'm forgetting which which episodes I I've watched. Last night we watched the the two moms that have the barbecue the barbecue place. Yeah. And we watched the dad who's a camp counselor. Which is your favorite uh queer eye guy? Oh. So we did a little bit this yesterday. I mean, Jonathan is the easy consensus number one. He's... I don't know their names. I just describe them as what part they do. He's the hair guy. Oh, easy consensus least favorite out of me and Katie. Oh, wow. You guys are missing out on the world because he's a superhero. I I think he's the worst part of that show. He's a superhero. I think... I think if you add... I think if you got a consensus number one from the world, he's easy number one. He's he's the one where if I was on Queer Eye, he would be the one where like I please don't I don't want to be around this one. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's I th- I don't know if you realize you're dropping a nuke. That was I mean, I watched it in California with my whole family and there was a consensus in that room too. It was like Jesus, wow. he's too much. That's uh yeah, I think that's I think that's a shocker. Everyone I I actually reached out to a couple of the group chats because Jess and I were talking about it, and Jonathan was the easy number one. From there, um, things fall apart. I think, I think the other consensus I saw with the people I talked to, we're, we're bringing in a new, a new pundit here, um, Bobby and Anton, the, the chef and the, the remodel guy, they were kind of bottom tier. Bobby, wait, no. The chef is uh, Anton. Anton. Yeah. Yep. I like Anton. He just doesn't bring a lot, man. Like yeah. I think see, I've watched I've watched I want to say like 25 episodes now or whatever it is, and yesterday he got his first laugh out of me. We're watching it for different reasons. I like okay. I like the food that he prepares and I love sure. the work that Bobby does. Like he changes houses and the best I think he's the best at his job. Oh, it's amazing. He's extremely talented, but I mean Bringing it to this to the show in an entertainment value, he's not bringing too much. 
I'm more entertained by like the actual transformation than the nonsense. Well, then you should love the hair guy. The hair and the makeover part is usually the most dramatic part. Yeah, but he's annoying as fuck. And I like tan sometimes. Wow. Yeah, tan and Karamo, those are those were the two and three normally that I saw from people. I like Karamo um, the person, but I skip right. we skip his segment of the show every time cuz don't care. Yeah, that's that's that was kind of what we got from everyone as well. Like he try, tries to get a little too deep, like cool dude has some fun, but yeah, his segments usually kind of eh. The segments kind of suck. I just like the transformation. They could that show should be half hour, but it's an hour. Oh, I love I love everything about it. I was a I was a I was a mess last night watching it. I cried at one of them, but it was from season one. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few that get you crying. A few that get you laughing. I, I mean, usually you cover the spectrum in all of it. Um, I mean, I, I think the I think Evan and Co are going to be down your throat for that JVN comment. I don't care. That guy sucks. Wow! 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 He he he's the reason I I like can't watch two episodes in a row. I'm like, oh my god, get him off my screen. That's tough. He's he's hilarious. He's one of my favorite people on television. I'd say crazy and i hate how they staged them watching the tv at the end like there's yeah, the, there's the too much not great there's too much that's staged on the show that bothers me it should just be like half hour like i don't need them watching a fake screen and giving me fake reactions yeah i don't know i mean it, i think that gives them a chance I, people could say that about us with some talking yank stuff um i i think that's kind of them well, we don't fake anything no, but I don't know where, at, you know, when we re- relived a couple of the plays from last year, I don't know. They, it gives them a form no, but I'm to saying, try to like, make some jokes I'm, and I'm stuff. I'm saying, like, they're not actually watching the date. Like, it's very clear they're not actually watching the date. They're looking at a blank wall. And just saying some comments? Yes. So what are they watching? Nothing. How, how would they do that? They just set it up for production. It's like acting. It's it's like if you pay attention to it, I, I pointed out to Katie and my family, it's very clear they're not watching anything. They're just giving reactions. And I think it's so it's a dumb way to go about it. Okay. There was one where like uh the chef gets up and then like goes and now he's on the date and then he comes back. I'm like, what are we doing here? That's, yeah. This is the fakest thing in the world. Yeah. I, I remember that one. I, I know do, what you're talking about. I don't need um, all of that. Yeah, I don't know. Great show. Agree agree to disagree early. Let's see what else we got. I do think it's a good show. Like people would like can't believe you guys watch Queer Eye. Uh, there's some good stuff you can learn from it for sure. It's a great show. Yeah. And everyone should watch. I watch bits and pieces. Um, I don't know. What else do you got? Do you want to rank your day yesterday? Skiing in Queer Eye. Sounds like you had a blast. Yeah, man. Yeah, yesterday was great. Masters. I mean, we we're gonna talk a little more about that, but I got to watch watch a little bit of that. Um, did have a little bit because I mean we were back home exhausted by like two, so I threw on the Masters, which was nice. And then I was kind of did this like, shoot, like what what else should I be doing right now? Because this is what I'm gonna be doing all weekend. Like, is there something else I should be doing right now? And there kind of wasn't. Like I I was clicking around a little bit. I wanted I was. Going through Yankees Twitter, there was nothing there for me yesterday until late night when the Gary fake news kind of came out. We'll we'll see what's going on with that. 
But um, yesterday was good. Yesterday was uh, 6-6. 6 6 6 I just put on NBC Sports and uh, Big Cat's on doing his segment with his suit jacket on. Nice. It's always cool. Yeah. Because I f- followed him when he was literally just called into a radio show. <laughs> yeah. 6-5, you said? 6-6-6. Six, six, six. What was your day? My day was a four. Wah, wah, wah. I took a lot of naps. I couldn't. Naps. I, work things kept piling up since we were basically um, customer service, since we're a company of two people. Right. So, like, emails kept coming in, and it's like, I'm trying to take my day off, but can't just not respond to customers and shit like that. And then, so I just had my laptop out. I did watch Lion King. That was nice. nice. Because the new, new trailer one or came, old one? No, the new one's not out yet. So I was watching the old one, just like I really liked Lion King. Let's look at this. It was all right. No, it was good. It's actually really good uh, for. I don't like cartoons, but uh, I cooked dinner. That was nice. Cooked some air fried chicken, so healthy fried chicken, mm. broccoli and mushrooms. It was good dinner. Uh, I see you have lunch with Grandma. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah, we do that a lot. I was really out of it. Like, I don't even think I said a word. Mm. She's my neighbor. She was wearing my shirt. She wears all the shirts I make, so that cracks me up every time. Nice. Like, all of her other grandchildren could make her shirts, and she'd wear them the same, but they don't, and I do. Right. But I don't care about that. I just act like, oh, Grandma's wearing my shirt and not yours. And then they're like, she doesn't have a shirt. And I'm like, well, your fault. Right, right, right. Your fault. But, uh, yeah, solid four. Not great. I'm hoping that uh, I feel better today. Okay. Just got to try to drink water through my eyes. Yeah, I mean, at least try it. Katie was laughing at me, and then I told her fully why I want to drink water through my eyes, and she was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I think it would really clear things up. I also said if it was warm weather right now, I'd go jump in the ocean, and it would it would clear me right up. Ocean water is magic for fog. Try it. For cloudiness. Oh, I think I'd... It's got to be so cold. Ocean really doesn't get warm until late you July. Take a cold, you take cold showers in and out. Hit it and quit it. Yeah, but the ocean's a different kind of cold than a shower because you're fully submerged. Okay. And then there's the wind factor. Sure. It'd be a polar plunge. Get, I want to do polar plunge. Then you get back inside the house and you're warm again. Yeah. That is true. Nothing like defrosting over a cup of hot chocolate coming out in the Ooh, cold. He's gonna he's gonna drink through his eyes today. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Let's do the sports. The Jets signed Ty Montgomery to back up Le'Veon Bell. The Yankees got swept by the Astros and right now are in the middle of finding out if Gary's hurt or not. No one knows. It's up in the air. They got three games set with the White Sox coming up in New York. Brooklyn is playing against Philly in the NBA playoffs, which start on Sunday. And the Islanders win in overtime, go up 1-0 on the Pens. Game two is tonight. The draft is coming up for the Jets and Giants, and I feel like Giants fans are on the edge of their seat, Jake, because they have no idea what direction the team is going to go, and there are so many directions they can go that really hinder the future. So that's kind of interesting stuff, and that's about it.
Whew. Uh-huh. Yankees. The, 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 yeah, the Gary stuff's kind of fun, and I think we could talk about that a little bit. Fun in a gut wrench. Fun in way. an awful way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you fun see? In, fun in a curiosity way. Did you see my thread yesterday? Yeah. It's beautiful. Did I convince you? Um, I I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say convince is the right word. I just there's like a couple different options out there that are very believable, and it'll. There's going to be one finite tweet or statement at one point <laughs> that says A or B, but either Gary Sanchez is hurt or they use the reliever, like you mentioned, that they brought up Joe Harvey. And before they brought up CeCe, because Gary's nicked up, they just brought up a third catcher just to do it because Gary's might not be able to catch. Yeah. So I and Jim, I, I mean, the biggest thing that you have to be hopeful on that is you and I have been doing everything we can to not be mad at the Yankees' actual training staff and, like, weightlifting staff because right now you just have to, like, knock on wood and say, okay, this has to be terrible luck because the Yankees' training staff can't be so porous that 12 of their guys are hurt to start this season. Um, That would be including Gary. But, Jimmy, if they pinch hit Gary the other day and then it comes out he's hurt now... Like, everyone's going to be like, how, 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 how? Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm open. You're right. Yeah. My th- I, I have some points that were real and some were fake in my thread. And listen, I, they could say Gary's to the DL right now, and I would not be shocked. But the other option is, is interesting. It's still not great because it means Gary can't catch. But what about this, Jake? If they knew Gary was going to the DL, they wouldn't ever have started Higgy in his minor league game. Because Higgy got pulled halfway through the game. Right. The the whole, if this was even an option, why would you be playing Yeah, if there was 50% chance yeah. Gary was going to go to DL and Higgy was going to get called up, I feel like they wouldn't have started Higgy. My second point was, if they did, no, if they didn't know, like we said, that Gary was going to be injured, and then, and then they pulled Higgy at 9 p.m. Like, why would they find out at 9 p.m. on an off day? Like, Gary just texting him? Or do they go for like yeah. late MRIs? That's like the timing's weird. And I'm convincing myself of these things. Right. And then like we could just be shuttered on if it was just like, yeah, Gary felt his calf tighten up at 9 p.m. And that's what everything happened. So yeah. that would suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that would per- just suck. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah. Bo- Boone, my third reason was Boone rewatched the game where he couldn't pinch hit Gary for Romine. Because Gary right. can't catch, and it's like, well, right. I don't want that to happen again. Let's call up Higgy. And then uh, my fourth reason was I really, really want it to be this, and not that Gary was right. hurt. And my fifth right. reason was, come on, injury guys can't be this ruthless. Yeah, four and five were strong. <laughs> I'm not sure about the first three. Yeah, I got well, a lot uh, of the opposite responses. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> as you should have. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's. Well, we'll find out in a little bit. It's going to be it's going to be incredible if the Yankees are missing the top 5 of their 7 hitters. Um CC's coming back this weekend. Help us CC, you're our only hope. A little Star Wars joke there, Jim. Big belly season. BBS. So, that's that was a little talking Yanks. Our 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 Metropolitans beat the Braves. They're in a four-game set going on. Um, 
I mean, still go the Mets, right? Eight and four, first in the East, babe. Yeah, go Mets. Mats is pitching today versus Galsman. Gossman's on uh, the that, Braves. That's that was yesterday. yesterday. What did Gossman do? Because he sucks. Uh, I mean, the Mets won 6-3, so let's see. Gossman's 1-1 one one on the year. Um, those are the Mets. Let's see your, your Looks like Atlanta five, Braves. 5.2 foreign runs. He's got a 2-8-4 ERA in the year so far for Gossman, so maybe he just had to get out of Baltimore. In the AL East, probably. Uh, in Miami, he's got four... Hey, that's interesting. I, I I always know the AL East is hard because it's a bunch of f- hitter-friendly parks. Right. And the DH. And right. for a while, there's just been like the Red Sox and the Yankees are usually good. Right. Is the NL East all pitcher-friendly parks? I can't no, think. No, Philly's a band box. Yeah, Philly, you're right. But um, Miami and and Mets, those are pitcher-friendly. What about yeah. Washington? What's that? Um, I mean it's it's ish. I I wouldn't say Miami used to be like big time pitchers park. They've made some changes to the stadium to kind of bring it in. I think a lot of those parks would be labeled as like neutral now. What about um, uh, Braves? Uh, they're the new stadium. I don't I don't have the d- dimensions in front of me. I want I I'd lean slightly closer to pitcher than hitter. And I think Miami and I think Miami's the only one that you're like, yeah, that's that's pitcher's park. Interesting. So that might be a really nice might be a really nice change. There's a website called uh, andrewclem.com and he's got overlays of every stadium. It's fun. You can just like click two and overlay them. It's kind of cool. Which one we were not? So Miami is three. 86 to left center, 407 to dead center, 392 to right center, 335 down the line, and 344 down the left field line. So that's that's not small. No, and it's at sea level. That's kind of the bigger thing. Yeah. That's not small. I think that's the funny thing, that that there's just ballparks where the ball travels. Like I think if you looked at Toronto's just straight-up dimensions, you'd be like, oh, Toronto's kind of pitchers friendly. But, I mean, that's... That's a band box, too. It looks like Nationals Park is more right up the middle. 370, uh, 336 down the line, 377 to the left, 402 to center, 370 to right, 335 down the line. That seems like yeah, average. Neutral. Yeah, neutral yeah. all around. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Why did, talk. Why did the Jets sign Ty Montgomery? Um, I kind of like it for them. I think Ty ended up having a, a tough year last year when he got cut from Green Bay after he tried to return that kick when he was supposed to take a knee, and then he just kind of went on Baltimore and did a couple things, but not too much. But if you have Le'Veon Bell on your team, you're planning on passing to the running back a lot, and I think Ty Montgomery's good at that. So I, I kind of like it from that perspective. I know that's not necessarily a deep dive in, into what those guys do, but... I, I mean, I don't think they're paying him a ton of money. It it could be a nice little backfield for them. All right. What do you think the Giants do in the draft here? So many ways. Do they make a trade and take Murray? Do they make a trade for Rosen? Do they keep Eli and get uh, Dwayne? I mean, they, they have to bring in someone. I think if they don't make a move, they're there at six, and Haskins is there. You just have to take them. Um 
Bobby from Talking Giants really is on the Rosen train. The Rosen train, which I, I don't hate. And I think they have the two second round pick, 37 overall. Like, if they did that, I, I think everyone kind of gives a firm handshake and you say, sure, like, um, you know, let let Eli and this guy polka for a little bit and then hopefully have Eli pass the reins. But um, I'm I'm excited. My, my big NFL draft dive stuff I think is going to be after this weekend. I mean, Masters. NBA, NHL playoffs, Thrones on Sunday, um, talking Yanks, subscribe. Um, so I uh, I haven't been as deep into the NFL draft as I want yet, but soon. Well, if we have any Giants fan listeners, Bobby and Danny from Talking Giants, uh, we're going to do like a big announcement that w- they exist soon. But they've been doing like their last four episodes are Josh Rosen and the 2019 wide receiver class. Uh, then they did cornerbacks and safeties running backs and tight ends um, and linebacker draft class. So they've been going through all the positions in the draft class. It's kind of interesting. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I I've been just seeing some of their stuff on Instagram and Twitter and I've, I've liked it a lot. I'm excited to get my teeth in, see where I'm, I'm into it and I'm different. I, I think it's funny because I'm coming from more of a broad stroke perspective. Like the Bobby, Bobby can talk about like, Oh, this guy's great in zone coverage. I would never stick him out there and man. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of coming in like, yeah, he played some good football. I'd give him a chance. <laughs> so I think you're getting slightly better analysis from Bobby, but I'm 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 excited to talk to him soon because he's a uh, well, a he's he's not scared to put himself out there. I think in a way that we slightly wouldn't, but he's like this guy will be a good player, and I think a lot of people try to tiptoe around the NFL draft a little more than that because you know it, it with anything with a draft, you need the right situation, and anything can go right, anything could go wrong. Um, so I'm excited to see how that all plays out. Nice. And the Islanders game, I, I didn't catch any of it. I really want to I really want to make sure I watch these these games and the Masters, but Yankees will see what goes on cuz sometimes the Yankees have me in a foul mood like last last we- series like ruins the rest of my TV watching. Like I've been doing these breakdowns cuz people like them, Jake, and I, my goal was to do a breakdown a day, find the weirdest play in baseball that day and talk about it. Right. Or most interesting play. But the Yankees lose. And it's like, I can't go make a, a joking video now. Right. Fucking angry. Right. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at the Padres drop this pop up. <laughs> like, no, yeah. that's not as fun anymore. Yeah. So fucking Yankees just win. Dude, that Islanders game must have been rocking. I mean, it was it was in it was in Long Island. Um, and they win in overtime against the Penguins. I we we might need a. We might need some somebody from Evan and Co. who's a big Islanders fan to to tell us how nuts it was. 908-845-5792. Call in and just say, that Islanders game, it was nuts. And you're on the show. Now we'll go to the national news. Jimmy, a tradition unlike any other, the Masters. Day one leaders, Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau, two of my personal kind of least favorite golfers, but they uh, they were hitting some good balls yesterday. Jimmy, we've got a stacked leaderboard. Phil, Dustin, Tiger, Rom, Day, Scott, Ricky. Um, so the, the Masters is teeing up to be a good one, Jim. 
The Red Sox come back from being down 5-0 in the third, win 7-6. Does that get them started? Your Mariners, Jim, 13-2. Set MLB record 15 straight games with a homer. That's fun, Seattle. Whit Merrifield hit streak ends at 31. Ozzie Albies extension, 7 for 35. A lot of drama in the baseball world over that. NBA playoffs start this weekend. Uh, not for the Grizzlies and Kings, who head coaches get fired. Surpriser for the Kings there. Uh, the Leafs beat the Bruins last night. Caps fended off the Hurricanes. And the Flames could not be put out by my avalanche. Wow. Why the what do you want to talk about first? I didn't catch noises? any of the ma- I didn't catch any of the masters. Um dude, so it was it was pretty good um as a I mean strategy by the people that plan the masters. They had a lot of the better players playing late. Um there's a couple groups that got out early like Tiger and Ricky were there um out early, but it the leaderboard was minus 3 was the leader for a long time. Um and then, like the the finishing groups were like Phil, Dustin, Deshambo, Kepka, a couple other guys, and they kind of put the pedal to the floor a little bit. I guess the wind died down, um, so they were they were hitting some shots. Deshambo had a fun shot from like two hundred out that rolled, and it was funny. It rolled up, it hit the pin, and kicked out. And his whole thing has been leaving the pin in. Um, that sucks. So that was a little fun. Dude, Kepka Kepka is Mike Trout. Brooks Kepka is really good. He has like a big generic smile. Like on paper it looks like we should be interested in him, but then you see it happen and you're just like this doesn't do anything for me. Why? It's Mike Trout effect, man. You're not into Mike Trout? Like I I know it. I mean, I appreciate him, and I appreciate Brooks Kepka, but like when you actually see it happening, you're not like I've got to go out of my way to watch Mike Trout highlights or go watch Brooks Kepka highlights. Oh, I'm that way with Trout. I think it's amazing to watch him. How often are you watching Trout highlights? If they come on, or if like he does something, like I'll tune in, or like if the Angels are on late night, I'll tune in for Trout at bats. Yeah, um, I don't know. He I, robbed I think a home it's... run the other day just casually. Like, Trout's yeah. awesome. I saw that. I mean, dude, Kepka's the same way, but, like, dude, think about how many golfers you would name on a popularity level before you got to Brooks Kepka. I don't even know that name, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's won a bunch of... Ma- if he wins the Masters, he's, he's, on, he's on pace to win a Grand Slam. He won, like, he won the whole, like, golf tournament, uh, whatever they call it, the FedEx Cup um, last year, two years ago. He's... I mean, he's like he's arguably the best player in the game. Like that was all the articles that came out today was that Brooks Kepka is the best player, but nobody really cares about him. Um, so that that was my comparison there. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's fun. Um, I'm my hope for today is that all the big names just keep it moving because if if they do that today, the weekend is going to be awesome. Awesome. What's the, what's the leaderboard at right now? It's it's not crazy. So Kepka and Kepka and Deshambo are at minus six. Phil, are your boy, Phil Mickelson is at minus five. Um, and there's just there's a ton of guys at minus three, minus two. And last year, uh, Patrick Reed won it 
and he was what, like sixteen under? Uh somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean it's golf the fun thing well, sounds weird, but I mean the elements. Like you could clearly see from the beginning of the day in the Masters to the end of the day that it became an easier course to play for the players. So I mean if they get one bad weather day, I mean you could see it land in single digits, but we'll uh we'll see. Has the Masters I- ever been won at like even? Um, I don't think that low. Um 283 in 2016. That's pretty high. That's five under. Um, quick math. You're you're telling me. I think that's five uh, under. Well, Sam Snead did win it at plus one and 54. So there you go. 1987, uh, 285. Oh man, I think Sam Snead's golfing in his Navy outfit here. I love that. Jack Nicholas Jack, Nich- Jack Nich- Nicholas won it at even in 1966. There you go. Shot par won the Masters. That's nice. Better must, clubs. Um must have been so yeah, windy. It's, it's exciting. I hope it doesn't become a Brooks or Bryson tournament. They are two of my kind of I don't want to say disliked, but Brooks I mentioned, he just doesn't do much for me. DeChambeau kind of has the whole nerd thing going on. Yeah, but after DeChambeau uh interacted with like the foreplay pod and was giving them shit and was funny, I like him now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's a world where I could see myself coming around on Bryson. He had a he he had a good reaction like, "Oh, he almost hit a hole in one." Dude. And he just he, Okay. They're interviewing Chris Davis right now on the show. That's why I have on a mute right now. The Orioles, mm. Chris Davis. Yeah. And I just, he has the eye black on. Yeah. And I was just thinking that has to be such a sad moment when he's like, oh, for 50. And it's like, all right, let's get ready for this game. And just slowly puts on the eye black. Like, okay. Today's the day, man. So here we go. Today's, I got my war paint I think that's on. the most exciting moment of his day. Like, everything else after that part is going to suck. I think he's stoked to put on the eye black. <laughs> just because it's night games, so it's really, it's just for, it's just for like, getting yeah. in the moment and the feeling. It's literally war paint for baseball. <laughs> it's 0-50. Yeah. Dude, so sad. I'm rooting for him to have a great, fantastic season. Oh, I mean, that's gone. But uh, I'm rooting for him to get a hit. <laughs> um, Jim, you want to apologize to all of our S- Seattle listeners? Uh, not in, I don't know, not in the slightest. What am I apologizing for? Their Mariners are, their Mariners are hot, baby. It's not just claps in the upper Northwest nowadays. If I can't, if I can't say the season's over for the Yankees, then I can't get happy for the Mariners. Surly. Boom. Roasted. Go clap, go clap in your, with your coffee roasters. I mean, who's going to give them a run for their money? Excuse me? They should be a wild card team. Right? Like, the Central should only have one team. And then I think it would be... I mean, the, it's the AL East teams. Yeah, and the Rays might be in there for a wild card team. Oh, the Rays are definitely going to be there. They're they're really good. Well, then you have... then If, the, if you're saying the Rays are going to be there, then you think the Yankees and Braves are both going to be there. Then the two wild cards are coming out of the East. Well, Red Sox over the Braves in the well, AL East. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, no, I'm... Uh, maybe this is New York Hardo. I I think Boston's going to struggle this year. I just think it's a World Series hangover. I mean, and we've seen Boston do this before, so it's not not that much of a hot take. Yeah, Seattle's well, going to Seattle's going to be there. 
Keith um, Law's 85 wins for the Yankees be- because of injuries. I mean, Keith Law's right now is rubbing his hands saying, told you so. Yeah, and he could be right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, Seattle has a definite chance to be there. They could also be like the Mets last year. I think the A's, the Angels are fighting back. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see who is there at the end. Good, good for Seattle. Good for Seattle. I'm not apologizing to their fans, though. Okay. Ever. Okay. And I finished Cheers, and I watched the first two episodes of Frasier, and it's set in Seattle, and it makes me like it less, and that's rude. And that's something so I... You, st- you started watching Frasier? I watched the first two episodes. I just wanted oh to see... Oh, boy. No, I'm out. I'm out. I, th- I'm out. Not interested in that show. I just wanted okay. to see how they transitioned, like, the first episode. Right. Um, but then why'd you watch the second episode? Because I was editing, and I just needed background noise. It might be an edit background noise show, but it's not... Why are you watching the third episode right now? <laughs> I mean, the brother... Niles. Seems annoying. Like It just seems like... Frazier was the one kind of annoying, smart character. Right. Cheers, and everyone else was lovable, a different thing was sure. going on. And it, now it seems like Frazier's going to be the least annoying one, and his brother is going to be the more obnoxious one. And he kind of alphas his brother, and the dad's supposed to kind of be the anchor. Yeah, and I, it, it seems too annoying. Like it seems like Let me know after this weekend, let me know what you thought of the first two seasons. <laughs> no, because I, I, I pivoted and I'm catching up on Game of Thrones. Like I'm just watching random scenes here and there of Game of Thrones. I'll say this. If you've watched Game of Thrones, normally I mean, normally you can only do that with like a comedy. Like you could just throw on any episode of The Office or Scrubs or whatever show you like, and you're like, this is cool. If you know what's up in Thrones, you can just throw on a random episode and appreciate like how good it is. Well, there's so many things that you missed. Like I, I never watched an episode twice. Well, not there's some that I have because like I watched them with another person, right? But I never rewatched the series twice, right? And so I watched the first episode and it opens up with the White Walker scene. And like yep. when I first watched it, I didn't know what White Walkers were. Like it was a, it was, no. an, it was just a nonsense word to me. So it is interesting to watch, but I don't have time to watch everything. No. No, the writer but, the writer put out twenty one episodes that you should watch before it comes out, and it's like, well, dude, why didn't you tell us this? Like that's twenty one hours of TV, and the finale or the season starts soon. You should tell us this way earlier. I mean, you can. Yeah, I've seen I've seen you cook through that in the old days. I wish I still could get those once once you take that salt bath in your eyes, you're gonna be ready to go. Andy Martino's getting a cold stove. Cold stove, what's that account I don't like? Cold takes exposed. Ah. It would be malpractice to let Peter Alonzo play for the Mets on opening day. He also said, from the beginning, I've said that the Mets needed to take a risk and just start the season with Peter Alonzo on the roster. They prioritized the... (laughs) So he he said, from the beginning, I've said this, and then all his old tweets are saying he didn't. That's the kind of... Cold, cold takes exposed that I old takes exposed that I can get behind. All right. What I can't get behind, I've said this so many times, is when people are tweeting in the moment. Like when I tweeted that, you know, Cashman, this is the least fundamentally sound team. Like, come fix this. Right. That's an in the moment. My emotions are stirring tweet. And then I had someone like 
17 hours later respond to it like overreact much jeez i was like dude don't respond to an in the moment tweet a day later and be like wow you overreacted like of course i did you're in the moment your emotions moment. are wild shut up imagine if everyone on twitter just tweeted like really really like i don't know you get what i'm saying yeah it's uh it's the give and take of the the hot take first one there world yeah see that old old takes exposed dude he did a barstool podcast and was just so lame and he thinks that he's creating a difference on the internet like he he thinks he's he thinks he's writing new laws he sucks right that's why i don't like that account the guy behind it sucks there you go well there's the half there's the half jake there's the half how you doing that was like soccer announcer half i'm good i'm pretty shook from the jonathan's stuff um I'll, i'll just just be completely honest with you um I'm doing all right. Uh, we missed the Albies thing. That was like a super, I mean, s- super hot Jeff Passan coming out in all angles. I mean, I think it's a little bit. You have to see how it plays out. It It is really odd that he accepted that much money when his teammate and friend, Akuna accepted like double it. <laughs> um, that's the only thing that's bizarre to me. Um, I don't know, man. Excited. Like, I think after this, my game plan is to like do whatever I need to in the outside world for like, I'm going to give myself an hour on the clock and be like, all right, do we need extra eggs to get through the weekend? Let me get some eggies. Like what, what do I need to basically go parole mode this weekend and not have to leave a hundred feet outside of my apartment? Nice. So that's what I'm bracing for. How are you doing? Eyes feeling better, worse, or as you wake up, are you getting better or worse or in the middle? Better. Okay. Yesterday I left the house. Katie and I went shopping. We got some dog food. Ooh. And we went and hung out with my mom. And I felt better because the fresh air feels good. Because I'm on an island. I'm not allergic to the air here. It's like actually right. good for me. But then as soon as I came back in the house, it just all like crashed again. My face just got heavy and mm. I took a long nap. So I ha- I have to overcome it today. There's no option. Yesterday was an off day, so I could have just let it like wallow right. in the sickness. Like I have so much to do today, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, I want to ask you like a quick questions about the Ozzy Albies extension. Sure, it's seven years, thirty five million. Right. So, he, how many are how many years of control and arbitration do you have left? Five. Um, I think so. Yeah, because last year was his only was his rookie season. Last year, well, he played fifty seven games in two thousand seventeen. Right. Um, he exceeded his rookie season in 17, but he probably didn't accrue enough service down for a full season, obviously, right? Yeah, I think he came, he came up later in the year, not to start the season. Okay, so then he's got five years left, so they bought out those and added two more? Yeah, I I think the part that's really bizarre is I think there's two team option years on the end, which just makes zero sense. Um, the rest of it, like you can half make sense of the two team years are, are really bizarre. He's not that good. So that's the interesting question mark. 
Yeah, because he was 21, he made the All-Star team, but his end-of-year stats aren't that impressive. He had a 305 OBP, a 757 OPS, but he was age 21. So you'd like to think he gets after better. his first full season he will get better. But there, there's also a world where, like, <laughs> the league catches up to Ozzy Albies and he's not great. <laughs> like Many of people have busted after having a... That's not even a breakout year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... 24, 24 home runs from a 21-year-old that plays second okay. base. I'm not trying to knock it. It's yeah. if, if, if a 21-year-old comes at, they prove like, oh, I, um, he proved that he can play at this level for one year. But so many people have done that in, like, and fallen. Chris yeah. Davis, Josh Hamilton, like they did it on a crazier level and then didn't last six, seven years. Yeah, they were also a lot older. I know. I'm just saying like baseball is a fickle sport. Not everyone does it one season. It means they're going to do it. But so... Does this mean seven years, 35 million? So five mil a year? I mean, kind of basically, yeah. Um, and it can it can go out to nine for 49 or something like that. Like if he puts together, what is, yeah, what is his agent thinking? I want him to be not on Passan and Keith Law's side because they're kind of annoying about it. But what right. is his agent thinking? Because if he puts together, an eight, if you put together an 850 OPS year right now, right. you wouldn't get a raise because he's still on his first year. But if he puts together two 850 OPS seasons, he's going to go to arbitration and get $5 million. And then if he plays really well again, he's going to get $10 million the next year just because you have to do that. And yeah. now, no matter what he does, he's getting 5 to $9 million, we're saying? And yeah, I mean the the thing that's even more bizarre, Jim, because again, that's where the seven year contract. I think if it was there, I don't think people would be too mad about it because he's still so young that he'd hit free agency. I mean, like right before age thirty. That if he's still good, I mean, he can get a payday with those team extension options. They could bring him to thirty two, which for a guy who's five eight, um, and a a chunk of his game is relying on speed at this point. Um, it, it's a little bizarre and I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the, the riders definitely took this chance to go up and over in a real like guillotine shot to, to bring this to the forefront. Cause the seven for the, the seven for 35 might end up not being that bad if Ozzy Albies doesn't become that good of a player, but there's still a chance he is. And then he could kind of like be screwed. Yeah. It's weird. But everyone's favorite thing to do is take shots at the MLB, and I did it yesterday. Right. You see me, see me, I put together a thread of saying the MLB is so dumb. Did you see this, Jake? The minor league MLB people told all their minor league teams and any website that they're not allowed to have highlights on the internet anymore for minor league players. So, right. Baseball America used to have in-game highlights from all the rookies and the prospects. So you could go find out about them. Literally promoting the game of baseball. And they made them take it all down. It's bizarre. I did my whole spiel on it. It's yeah. just so stupid. They're just so dumb. So dumb. Man. Uh, let's do some uh, news. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad. Well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. 
Hospitals in Japan, I think, are introducing sperm extractors for men who don't want to masturbate when donating sperm because they get nervous or are embarrassed or whatever. Three naked women told police they were air drying at a Florida rest stop, and then a car chase car chase happened. Man threatens that his army of turtles will destroy us all. Jake, trampled by turtles. Good band. I like them. Mm. I was in such a panic, says the pregnant Cambridge woman who was attacked by a group of wild turkeys. Imagine if she wasn't in a panic. That was pretty calm. It's a pretty normal day. Mm. Man who can't stop jacking off horses caught twice in 24 hours and has been jailed for 20, jailed for eight months. I repeat, a man who could not stop masturbating horses has been caught twice in the last 24 hours for uh, masturbating horses, and now he's in jail for eight months for masturbating the horses. I read the news today, oh boy. So, Jim, I've got some bad news for you. A lot, of, a, lot, a lot of dick news in this one. I got bad news for you. Yeah. He, he's not jerking off the horses. But it might be even worse. He's jerking off in front of the horses. Oh, jerking he, off over horses. Yeah, he's got a horse fetish. So this guy's going, I don't know, what's worse? Masturbating the horses or just, is he like standing on them? It says over horses. Yeah, I think that would, I think that would be the equivalent of, it was like you and I were jacking off over like the Yankees World Series victory. Like, I think that's kind of how it's trying to depict it. I don't think it jet, I don't think it has to be literally over the top of a horse. Why is he in jail then? I mean, there's probably some, like, public indecency stuff, right? Yeah, I guess so. He's got 12 similar offenses on his record for masturbating in public, so there's that. He went, he got freed from jail for uh, masturbating in, in front of horses, and he immediately left jail and went to a horse farm and masturbated. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he said he's been planning on taking some libido suppressing drugs, but he uh, he just had a rush. He had to do it. So just get this guy some horse pictures. Like just just, I mean, listen, just look at pictures of horses in your house, dude. Right. Like, no one goes to live porn sets. They just watch the porn on their screen. I I think some people go to live porn sets. There's probably a market for that. I filmed uh, oh I boy. filmed a short film in film class at the Armory, right. which is um, kink.com. I never never heard of it's huge kink.com. I never really knew what it was. Uh, they have a lot of editing jobs, so like a lot of people from the film school go there. Mm. Do you remember? Do I ever send you videos for this? So I was on yeah. a I was on a a porn, like it was a shitload of porn sets. We weren't filming a porn. We were filming this other um, short series. We were just using their sets. But it was weird, man. Like, just like bedrooms. And then there was the fucked up shit, like caves and chains right. and balls and bathrooms. And it was like, whoa. And they just film. It's pretty gross. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad. I agree. It was really hot. sad. It was really sad. Very hot. But if you go to the armory in San Francisco, you can take a tour of it, which mm. uh, it's, it's actually pretty popular because it's like, whoa, this is a weird world. 
But you walk around this like really nice carpeted hallway, the upstairs, like the office buildings. Mm. And on the walls are just pictures from their movies. So it's a bizarre world because, you know, usually you go to a dentist's office and it's nice carpet and there's pictures of just like skylines or scenery. Good smiles, maybe. Yeah. And it's just all a bunch of uh, hardcore porn shots. It's wild. But anyway, do that, man. Don't don't go to the horse farm. It's a pretty simple fix to your problem. Solved. Or just chop your dick off. Yeah. Hashtag reek. What do you like here, Jim? What's next? The hospitals that are introducing the sperm extractor for men who don't want to masturbate. Can you go watch the video, Jake? It's oh, there's a video. I clicked the link. Did not see a video. It's basically um, oh no. It's a flashlight. Okay, so it's a it's an airport kiosk where you sign in, right? With a with a flashlight. Oh, at the penis level that vibrates and moves in and out. So it's a it's like a robot flashlight. Yeah. These are going to be popular in the states. That's these are sperm donation is going to this it's going to skyrocket. Yeah. In Japan. And if that's their goal, good for them. But this is like uh, you know, in Instead of Robert Kraft going to a day spa, he can just go to the. But then he might have a lot of kids, so that's troubling. I mean, I I'm picturing this. I mean, this is going to be the in-home model in a couple of years. I mean, I'm picturing some guy getting ready in the morning, just brushing his teeth, getting <gasps> a little robot tugger. <laughs> that's so true, right? <laughs> just put it right by. <laughs> you nailed it. You know, these are going to be in the daily routine. Yeah. Wake up, insert, brush your teeth, comb your hair. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Well, wild. Oh, and Jim, this this isn't on the news. Dude, did you see there's a new um, there's a new like self-driving car commercial. Are there how long until uh, uh, we have to we have to be like, yeah, I shouldn't have doubted that. Like when I when iPods came out and I was like, yeah, but I have a huge CD collection. I don't want to just get rid of all these CDs. So I was like, I don't need an iPod. And then about a year later, I was like, okay, fuck the CDs. Let's, iPods are the best thing in the world. Right. iPhone. I was like, I don't need my phone to do the internet. Like, what are you talking about? That's not a thing I need. And then it's like, yeah, right. now two years later, it's like, okay, fuck. Yeah, of course. How long am I going to be able to be like, I don't, I don't care about this until self-driving cars are the thing. Like everyone has one. I think um, 10 years. No, know what it's going to be. I, I would say three years. We're going to have the first like actual release and it's kind of going to be like Tesla. Like people are going to say it's cool, but we're not going to really care. Like it's not going to affect your day to day life. Like you'll see one or two and you'll be like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'd, I'd say five, 10. I'd say 10 years. Like if you don't have a self-driving car, you're going to be like an idiot. 10? No way. Yeah. I think I'll go 50 for that. Yeah, 10 was pretty aggressive. I can, I can say <laughs> that now. I can say that now. I but think no, there's going to be... I definitely think when we're grandparents, I think we're going to be telling kids about self-driving. Like, we used to drive our cars, and they'll be like, shut the hell up. Yeah, maybe. 
But yeah, I think I think it's actually like an AT and T commercial. So I mean that sucks. But like the dad is texting and driving, and the son is in the backseat, and he's like, "Dad, don't do that. It can wait." Um, and then the dad's like, "You're right." And then he stops texting. His seat swivels around, and he's sitting talking to his kid. Weird. Yeah, I'm such a bad backseat driver that I don't know if I can trust a robot. Like I can't trust my girlfriend who's a fine driver. I think there's jokes to be made there and I will pass. Yeah. You're Jess probably is excited about this. Cause she's a self. She, she couldn't be more excited. She's, she hates driving. Um, like hates, hates driving. Yeah. Um, I, she had to, she had to drive like, so there's a tough like hill segment getting to the mountain, but dude, I was exhausted because I I stayed up with, late with you and then I had to wake up super early to get up the mountain, so I was ded dead. So we I drive up there, we go skiing and then we drive back, and I mean I wasn't doing head nods, but I was exhausted. So I got through the first part of like the mountain and I was like Jess, you're gonna have to drive it home from here. I'm sorry. Um, and she, I mean, she did it, but there was a couple times I woke up because internally, yeah, like don't trust her driving. Katie and I are both really bad passengers and, and both prefer to drive. So we have like a change. We rotate. I let her drive most of the time. She gets car sick. Right. All right. What about uh, this man that says his army of turtles is going to destroy us all? Yeah, I mean... Don't talk about it, be about it. That's her new favorite phrase. Yeah. Army of Turtles would be awesome. Oh, I would, now I'm picturing Ninja Turtles, and yeah. it's not as awesome. When they're just like on all fours. Right. Oh, shit. There's a band I like called Trampled by Turtles, and they mm. asked like how they got their name, and I think they said they were all high and thought about the worst way that you could die. Trampled by Turtles. Okay, that's interesting. Just slowly getting crushed, I guess. Yeah, it'd almost be starvation, I think. What if they were those those big-ass sea turtles? They got some weight to them. I mean, are they doing, like, body slams? Yeah, I don't know how... I don't know how many it would work. You're right. You'd just be pinned down for, like, three... Like, they'd need to trample you for... Until you die of starvation. How much does a Galapagos tortoise weigh? Here we are. Okay, 500 pounds. So if a couple of those really bring the hammer on your face and your chest, yeah. Cool. We It's possible. Yay. I mean, these are Galapagos teas, though. I mean, these are, these are the mothership. Yeah. Well, if you want, that's what this guy, this guy better have. Imagine if he was like, my army of turtles is going to destroy you all. And the police officer was like, what kind of turtles they are? And he said anything but Galapagos, and the police officer was like, "You're well, Jim, snapper turtle." I mean, the, yeah, the leatherback turtle can weigh between five fifty and two thousand pounds. Leatherback turtle, leatherback turtle. How about that? Yeah, they look like uh. I'm not in. Whoa! I'm not into the leatherback turtle. I'm not into those. Are, look, look at pictures. They don't. They look weird. They're bad mothers. Yeah, their shell is like too sleek for what they're trying to do. Yeah, 
They look like a, like a Navy SEAL turtle. Like they're always on a mission. I like that. Let's go to the bet of the day. Bet of the day. It's the bet of the day. Bet of the day. Bet of the day. Better the day, better the day, Jakey, Jakey, can he do it? He's over 500, no, he's back down to 500 because we lost on Nick's Pistons, uh, so he's back to 500, he can't break through, he cannot, he's got a big board to look at today, he's got MLB games, he's got NHL playoffs, he's got Masters, he does not have NBA or men's basketball, I believe, is that correct? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, so what are you betting? Jimmy, James, John Boy, NHL playoffs, babe. We're here. We're here. And Jim, I'm just seeing one that looks odd for me, and I'm going to go for it, and it's it's a decent payoff. Winnipeg, at home, down one... Down 1-0 in the series. They need a win, Jim. And, I mean, it's Winnipeg minus 120, so it's not even payback, but it's it's a payback. I, I'm, I mean, I'm taking the Jets. You've always been a Jet fan. I mean, they can't lose their first two games at home. They were up one nothing in game one for a long time, and the Blues scored two in the third to take the lead. I mean, Blake Wheeler, are you kidding me? He's got to step up. You know how much I like him. So Jets Blues. Sounds like winter in New York. (laughs) What's the line? Who's favored? So Winnipeg is favored, but I mean, not by much. It's, It's... Minus 120. So I think it'd, it'd be like 20 to win 18, basically. So I'm I'm allowing it, You're and I'm taking it. it. He's allowing it. He's taking it. I mean, I have no fucking idea. I don't know anything about either of these teams. I mean, it's just when you got Mark Scheffle, you know, distributing the puck for Winnipeg, and he's right, it's tough to stop their attack on the offense. I'm going to flip my L. Gary button. Okay. Gary side up, I'm my own man. Gary side down, I agree with you. Okay. One, two, three. Couple flips. Couple flips. And the final verdict is Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Nice. Go Jets, Free baby. Money. Go Jets. The get the Gary button has us. Now I feel bad because if you get this one wrong. You had a tough spread today for yourself. Excuse me? Like, you don't know much about this game. What are you talking about? I mean, I, I know what Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko are going to bring for the Blues, and I just think Winnipeg's going to hone in on that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you've got that now, which is nice. <laughs> All right, that ends the show here. It ends the Friday show. Thank you guys for tuning in. And Jake, any parting words for the weekend? Uh, enjoy it. 
Enjoy it. Do a plan one outdoor activity and enjoy that, and then just get free for the weekend. Inside. Masters, thrones, hockey, basketball. Inside weekend. Inside weekend. Mm, what's the song called? See you guys. Ever.